Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. Today is January 1st, 2021, and I just went for my uh, morning walk. And I should say morning, it's almost noon. Um, and I just had this divine inspiration to create this podcast today and actually get it out today. So I will be uh, rolling this out later this afternoon. So happy new year to everybody. Um, a friend of mine texted me this morning with this beautiful, beautiful audio that Meghan Markle and Harry, actually, I don't even know what his last name is, Prince Harry, um, they did, and they had interviewed all these influencers and famous people and thought leaders, and they were just talking about what they learned about themselves in 2020, their highs and the lows. And I just thought, wow, that's like so inspiring hearing everybody. I really wanted to record kind of my perspective, um, not just for you guys, but really as a kind of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I like a memento. Um, so, and I really encourage you to kind of think about these questions for yourself as you, we roll into 2021. So the first thing I really want to say about 2020 is I'm, I'm seeing this everywhere and I'm, I, I have empathy, um, and compassion because I know for 20, 2020 was the hardest year for so many. But I, I see all these like, you know, see you later 2020 and good riddance and, you know, middle fingers up to 2020. And for whatever reason, I don't have that feeling towards 2020. And I'm going to really highlight my privilege here and just make mention that, you know, nobody I know has died from COVID. Um, nothing has been super, um, sorry about that text message coming in, of course, <laughs> nothing has been super, super devastating, if you will, in my life in particular. So that's really the perspective that I'm coming from. But regardless, uh, 2020 was certainly, I think, probably the craziest year, the most confusing year, the most mixed emotions year, um, kind of a year that for me, it really kind of, I don't know, um, I think 2020 for a lot of people enhanced what was going on inside. And so, and, and you know, it wasn't just 2020, but the energy that 2020 brought, which was fear, um, confusion, hysteria. <laughs> um, you know, I remember back in March when pandemic started and... Sorry about that again. I remember back in 2020 when pandemic started um, and I just, I was in Arizona. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I was visiting family in Arizona and I felt I, you know, there's a possibility that we were going to be stuck there because we didn't know if airlines were flying. So there was a lot of just kind of like, what is happening with my family uncertainty? And then as we came home and the reality started to set in that, my kids weren't going back to school, that, you know, my husband wasn't going back to work, that the country was just sort of being, the country and the world was just sort of coming to a halt. It was scary. It was. And 
I think, and I heard Brene Brown say this, but fear really amplifies who you are and it really brings out the worst in you or it brings out the best. And fear for me is, um, I'm just like any other human. I, you know, I, I get fearful. I get, I get panicked, but then I really tried every single moment of 2020. I tried to get to the core of who I am and ask myself the question that I say on this podcast all the time, which is how is this for me? How is this for me? And, you know, in doing my year end review, I realized that 2020, um, the thing I'm leaving in 2020 is loss. I, again, didn't lose anybody, um, to COVID or anything like that, but the amount of loss that I experienced in 2020, just of, um, normalcy and, really the biggest loss that I experienced. And I don't know if anybody out there can relate, but it was watching what my kids were losing. For sure, that was my low. Um, So when COVID started, my daughter was in kindergarten and she had been practicing. She had been in this um, school play thing where she, you know, after school, she would go, we signed her up, the whole thing. She was in Wizard of Oz. She had a speaking line. She was so excited. And we had actually invited her preschool teacher, who she absolutely loves. She she literally was talking about her yesterday. Um, we invited her preschool teacher to come and, and watch and surprise her. And when COVID started, all of that was canceled. And I just, that was so hard to see her work so hard for something and then it just sort of go away, be taken away. And then her not being able to go back to school and feeling um, confused and feeling sad and just all of that really amplified my own inner child and the healing that she still has to do, the loss that she still feels, um, even though I'm a 39-year-old woman, there is a five-year-old little girl inside of me that um, is scared in a corner and just kind of wants someone that she loves and trusts to sit down next to her and, and see her and hear her and just put her arms around her. So this whole year, I did that a lot. In my own mind, I went to that five-year-old and just sat with her um, because watching the loss that my own six-year-old was going through really, really brought that to the forefront. So I would say that was the biggest low for me of 2020 was the loss that my children experienced, but it was really me projecting my own wounds onto those losses and feeling it so much deeper because of my own wounds, if that makes any sense. Now, what I want to share about that is that I is that was an opportunity for me. You know, I've healed and grown so much from doing that work. And I think a, um, my hope and prayer for all of you listening is that 2020 offered us all a ton of lessons, a ton of opportunities to grow, a ton of times where we could stop a pattern, stop a habit, um, you know, get off the hamster wheel that we were living on. And my hope and dream, my hope and prayer truly is that you, you stood up to the test that you 
you were there for the challenge, that you didn't back away, that you didn't just ignore it, that you didn't just wish it away, which is what I'm seeing right now on social media. It's like, everyone's like, F you 2020. And I get that. Trust me. I certainly don't ever want to have an upside down year like 2020 again. I felt completely out of control. So I definitely don't want that. But at the same time, did you resist all the growth that 2020 could have brought to you? And if you did, that's okay. Honestly, it's really okay. And here's how I know it's because it happened, right? One of my favorite sayings in life is to declare it perfect. And so if, if you're listening to this and you're kind of realizing that, you know, there were missed chances and opportunities to sacrifice or grow or, you know, endure things that you didn't want to, but knowing that on the other side was, was a stronger version of yourself. If you kind of, uh, shied away from those things and you're realizing that now that's perfect. You know, there's no better time than the present to start to lean into those lessons. So that really was, um, my low. I actually wrote some notes because I wanted to make sure I covered all the things I want to talk about today. Um, yeah, th- those were the lows was, was the loss I experienced through my kids. Now the highs, I gotta be honest. I loved having my husband home. <laughs> I loved having him home and not. So we live uh, about 45 minutes. Eh, yeah. About an, well, we, we probably live about an hour North of Boston and he lit, he works right, uh, right in Cambridge, right across the street from Harvard. And, um, so, you know, his commute sometimes is two hours each way. And I have loved having him home this whole time. I know some couples, <laughs> they can't stand each other if they're with each other for too much. But my husband and I, we are one of those couples where, at least for me, you got to ask him, but I could be with him 24 seven. And as long as, you know, there's moments, trust me, there are moments where I'm just kind of like, okay, get out of my face, but it's not because we're spending too much time together. It's, it's for other reasons, <laughs> but I, that's really been a high for me is having my husband home and us having so much more quality time with our kids. Um, I feel like 10 years from now, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, this was such bonus time that we would have never had with them. And I know that my kids love it. I mean. I asked my little four-year-old yesterday, what's your 2021 wish? And she said to not have to go back to school to just stay home with you. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so um, I think that that has been the high for me is just, and then during that time, my husband actually had the entire month of July off um, for for various reasons, but he had the whole month of July off. My sister and my her husband and kids, they actually drove here from Arizona and they were here for the entire month of July. That was for sure a high, just that quality time, the slowdown. Um, this year I connected with um, soul sisters in a mastermind that I've done podcast about. It was the one about the secret ingredient. And I highly recommend you guys get, you know, a group of three, four, five women that you're into all the same stuff, right? You can talk about the stuff that you're into without feeling weird. You know, these women, we are into crystals and 5D and ascension and the feminine and masculine energy and, you know, manifestation and all those things. And they have just been the one of the, I mean, 
top three biggest blessings of, of this year for sure in my life. So that was another big high for me. Another one was that I ran my very first half marathon. So, you know, 2020 was the year that I was going to run my very first half marathon and COVID hit. And, you know, any, and a lot of people could have been like, oh, COVID hit, you know, got to put that on the back burner, but not me. I kept up with it. I trained. I actually was hurt myself. So I had to go to physical therapy for like three or four months. So I was really committed. I did the training. I did the miles and I did complete my very first half marathon on October 1st of 2020. So incredibly proud of myself. And not only that, but that was a massive limiting belief that I had that my body wasn't built to run long distances. So being able to crush that physical limiting belief, it was a limiting belief I had about my physical body really gives me power and fuel to essentially break through limiting beliefs in 2021. Um, but not just physical ones, more, you know, energetic ones or patterns or anything like that. So that was another, um, high for 2020. Um, I started this podcast in 2020. I have built a community over on Instagram this year. Um, yeah, there's been some really, really good things that came out of 2020. And what I want to really share with you guys, this is something that I am so passionate about, but 2020 really was here to teach us so much, you guys. It was here to slow us down. It was here to make us just go within And my hope is that each and every one of you allowed yourself to do that, that you weren't kicking and screaming the entire time in 2020 about how this sucks and how you can't wait for a new year and how this and that, but that you leaned into the work. And if you didn't, my hope and prayer for you is that you do this year because the universe is going to continue to knock you over the head lesson after lesson, you know, until you learn the lesson. All right. Um, what's the biggest lesson that I am taking away from 2020? I think the biggest lesson that I'm taking away from 2020 is that is a couple lessons. I think one of them is that I have a lot of work to do. I, I, I you know, I was going to say I'm a mess. I don't want to say I'm a mess. I'm a mess in progress, but there's a lot more healing for me to do. And it's interesting because I've really been on like a healing self-love journey now for about five or six years. And you think like, okay, this, you know, this is the year I just really embody that, you know, greatest version of myself. But what I've learned for sure in 2020 is that there is no there, that it's just now. And that you know, the higher you want to elevate in your life, whether it be in love or relationship or health or anything like that, you need to dig deep within yourself to um, unearth the shadows, to allow them to be seen in the light, to really, you know, 2020, (laughs) one of the biggest lessons I've learned of 2020 is to love and accept and almost encourage the dark sides of me, the the shadow sides of me, not, not encourage like for them to play out, but to not 
shy away from them. Okay. And the best way that I have been doing this lately is there's a saying that I'm sure you've heard that everyone is a reflect, like what you see in others is what you see in yourself. And this one stings so bad, but what you don't like in other people is a part of that you have that in you and you either don't like that about yourself or it's something that you've worked on and overcome and now you don't tolerate it in other people. And so that's a tough one for me. Obviously, I think it's hard for everyone. However, when I can see someone that I'm judging, okay, like, oh, how, you know, they have, they lack empathy. That's something I think often about people is like, they don't have empathy. Um, Well, where in my life am I not having empathy? And instead of trying to fix that part of me, or instead of trying to change it, I simply acknowledge it. I simply, it's a shadow of mine. I simply shine light on it and I tell that shadow side of me, hey, I know you're here and you're you're a part of me. I see you. It's okay that you're here. Right? Because guys, the goal isn't to be perfect. The goal is not is not to have any shadows, okay? Because then you're dead. <laughs> um, the goal is to love on all the good parts of you and the bad parts of you. The goal is to love all of yourself, even the judgy bitch inside of me, right? Even the part of me that, you know, I I get on my husband because I'm like, can you like not, can you move your body more? You know, I, I judge that part of him that doesn't want, that doesn't have that innate want to exercise. But guess what? I've, you know, there's been years of my life where I didn't exercise. So again, it's, It's not about changing that side of me, but about acknowledging, oh, okay, that's my shadow side that is triggering that part of me. And can I accept that I have that? Can I love myself, my full human self with that? That's really the thing, the big lesson that I took away in 2020. Um, And, you know, for me, slowing down and going within and it has been nice. It it hasn't been hard for me. You know, I definitely am not one of those people that thrives in quote unquote busyness. I actually, again, this is a shadow. This is one of my shadows. When people before 2020, when you would talk to people and you're like, Hey, how are you? And they're like, Oh my God, I'm so busy. I would cringe inside. I would just be like, Oh God, that's so annoying. Like, and in my head, I'm like, what are you avoiding? to be so busy, (laughs) which is actually what 2020 brought for us, right? So much of us have been keeping ourselves busy so that we don't have to deal with what's going on inside. And because I'm someone who's like the opposite, I can judge others. And that's the judgy part of me, right? So again, there's that opportunity for me to look at that side of me. And instead of, you know, wishing it wasn't there or thinking I'm wrong for, for judging people, hello, I'm human. Um, now it's just kind of like, oh, okay, there's that part. You know, I see you, you're welcome here. Can we bring some compassion? Can we breathe a little bit of empathy into that judgment? Um, but not make myself wrong and continue to love myself. Right. So, um, 2020 taught me that, you know, I don't mind slowing down that I don't, 
you know, I just talked to a friend uh, a little bit ago and she's like, I, she's like, I didn't have any FOMO this holiday season. And I was like, same, <laughs> because there was, you know, there was nowhere to go. There was no Disney shows to catch. There was no plays to watch. There was no, you know, ice skating with Mickey Mouse or anything like that. We just had to stay home. And man, that was nice. It truly, truly was. And so I embraced that. All right. On to the next point here. Um, what did I learn about myself? And I think I kind of covered this. Um, I think I learned with myself that I'm pretty good at uh, panic type situations. Um, there were certainly moments where I was kind of like, you know, what's going on? Like I remember when they were talking about, it was like the summer and we didn't really know what was going on with school. You know, there were some people who would just constantly check the school website to find out what was going on and what was the new vote on and what are they talking about today? And I'm somebody who I just left it alone. I was like, when I know, I know I'll figure it out when it comes. So I, I kind of realized about myself that I took a very calm, just kind of like, you know, we can't change anything, just sort of let it be attitude. And I really liked that. I think that in my home, there was less chaos, less stress, um, less fear because of that. <coughs> and lastly, what have I realized in 20? What did I realize? What was my biggest realization of 2020? And I think the biggest realization I have for 2020 is that, and I said this before, but it's just that life is cyclical. Um, I knew this before with relationships. Um, I have been through enough relationships um, to know that they're all cyclical. And if you and someone are fighting today, you will make up at some point. It's just the way life goes. And if you and someone are on really good terms, there's a chance that you guys might have a low season because that's just how life goes. So what I learned in 2020 was that not only applies to relationships, but it truly applies to life. The other realization I had was I became so much more interested in the moon and astrology and just kind of how we really are so connected that humans were all truly connected. We are all truly one. A realization I had this year is that this universe, this God is truly expansive and that the number one thing we are meant to experience here on earth is joy in our own way. Um, so I, growing up, I, I was raised Jewish um, and I went to Hebrew school and all that. And I kind of sniffed out very early on that, you know, religion and these stories were just that they were stories. They were good stories, you know, that teaches you lessons and how to live your life. Um, and in that I kind of dismissed, uh, you know, I kind of dismissed the stories as just man-made things. 2020 actually solidified a different thought process for me, which is that it's really all connected and that religion in its purest form, you know, Jesus in, in, in his, in his purest words, not, 
not, you know, reinterpreted by different groups of people, but his actual words, uh, Moses, the Buddha, all these, you know, high conscious thought leaders, they all are saying the same thing that the universe and the language of the stars and the planets also say. And that was like, what? Because I had really kept them separate my whole, up until this point, I had really kept them separate, but with so many parallels and so many layers that the Bible has, that astrology has, that um, just people that aren't religious at all, but like their knowledge and wisdom, it's truly all connected. It's truly all connected. So I definitely have a different view of um, religion today, of people who practice in those religions. Um, That's a whole other conversation. We won't get into that. But I, I really do feel a little bit more connected and not so uh, ostracized by it, if that makes any sense. So that was kind of a big realization that I had in 2020. So guys, I just wanted to recap that this 2020 for sure has been um, the most, It for me, it was a year that you know, people say, this this is why I go back and forth. People are like, I never want to experience 2020 again. And, and for me, that's true, but there's also parts of it that I, you know, I loved having, I loved being home as much as we were. I loved having my husband home. I, I loved the easiness and just the, um, the slowness. So my wish for 2021 is that I take that into it and hopefully COVID goes away and we can see people and hug, but also really keep that quietness and that going withinness, keeping that going strong, because I think that that's such a beautiful gift and so important. So before I leave with you guys, I want to share with you how, how my 2021 started. So um, last night we had really yummy food and apps. We actually had some neighbors come over for a couple hours, which was uh, special for the kids and and fun. And um, my kids, they're four and six, and they stayed up for the very first time ever till midnight. And literally as it was like five, four, three, two, one, my husband had his arm around me. My two girls were right in front of him and I. And so I had my arm around my little one. I had my other arm around my husband. My husband had his arm around the oldest. And then the two little ones were holding hands. And so we were all in this big hug sandwich. And as the clock struck struck 12, and it was now January 1st, 2021, I just felt this tangible, warm, tingly, almost like the sun was inside of me bursting out feeling of love and gratitude. And I just thought, oh my God, if this is the first feeling that I'm feeling in 2021, like bring it on. So I was really excited um, to kind of bring in the new year in that way. Guys, my hope and wish for you in the new year is that whatever lessons you were meant to learn in 2020 that you did, 
that you leaned into it, that you stepped towards the fire, that even though it was hard, you knew that you're worth it, that your family's worth it, that the world is worth it, and that you are ready to take on the task of doing the hard work of being a human and shedding the layers and finding your true essence and sharing it with the world. My hope and prayer is that you know that this world that we live in, that this universe that you are a part of is here for you to expand and to grow into exactly what the desires of your heart are. I hope and pray that you see others in your community with compassion and love and equality. My hope and prayer is that fear and confusion dissipate away from you, you know, just kind of uh, disintegrate and that you really know your truth and that you're willing to, to do what you need to do to live that truth and to never compromise. That is my hope and prayer for my audience in 2021. Happy New Year's, everybody. Seriously have loved this journey with you all. Uh, Before I forget, I am having a five-day free challenge for women in network marketing, and I'm going to teach you my four-step process to how to attract your dream business partner in 2021. I will put the link here to sign up. It's free. Or you can go to Instagram. The link in my bio is there. I'm at When Hustle Meets Flow. If you loved this podcast, please take a picture, uh, share it on your social, and tag me. I love seeing you guys share these. Um, Here we grow, guys. 2021 is your year. It's my year. Let's do this.